Hey there, I'm Rachel Corbett and welcome to another episode of Small Change, the podcast that's all about the small changes you can make that'll make a big difference to your finances. Now, have you ever wondered what influences your money habits? Well, according to author and founder of Women With Sense, Natasha Janssen's, your childhood could give you some pretty big clues. Have you ever stopped to think about why you are the way you are with money? How is it that some people are savers and others spenders? Why are some people motivated by money while others tend to bury their heads in the sand? And why is it that although most of us know how to budget, very few of us actually stick to it? I used to think that a lack of knowledge was the reason more people weren't getting ahead financially. And for a long time, I dedicated my time to increasing my clients' financial literacy. I ran courses, I ran workshops, webinars, I even wrote a book, all in an effort to get more people engaged with their finances. And over time, something peculiar struck me. Even when my clients had all the financial knowledge they needed, even when they got professional advice with a laid out plan, often a large portion of them still weren't following through with it. And out of frustration, my curiosity grew. My clients knew what they needed to do financially. So why on earth weren't they doing it? That was when I uncovered the Pandora's box of the human mind, also known as behavioral finance. And I began to dive deeper into what makes us the way we are with money. And here's what I discovered. Money IQ, in other words, financial literacy, understanding how stuff works, that is only one part of the equation. The other and bigger part is our money EQ. In other words, our awareness of how our habits, our beliefs and emotions, how they affect what we do with our money. Because as Brene Brown said, as much as we like to think that we are primarily thinking and logical beings, the truth is that we are highly emotional and we make decisions more often than not based on those emotions rather than logic. So let's take a look at what affects your financial behaviours and how you can go about shifting those habits that aren't serving you. First of all, let's think back. How did you learn about money? All of us learned about money from our parents and grandparents or the adults responsible for our care. And we learned not by openly discussing it in most cases, but by observing and copying their actions behaviours and expressions. This means that a lot of what we think, feel and believe about money came from our family members. So the starting point is to revisit your money story. Write down as many money memories as you can, thinking as far back into your childhood and all the way to your adult years. Take a look at it. What patterns do you notice about yourself and money? Who else do you know in the family who shares those same patterns? Think here about your parents and grandparents rather than your siblings, unless they raise you. Make a list of the patterns that you learned that aren't serving you, that you wish to let go of. The beauty of this exercise is that once we realise that our money patterns aren't our own, that they are simply learned or borrowed from someone else, it becomes that much easier to let them go. Next, I want you to have a think about sayings that you have about money. They could be things your parents or grandparents used to say, or they could be societal proverbs that you've come across. Write down as many as you can think of, and then do three things. Firstly, 
write down the meaning that you took away from them. And then write down how this may have affected your financial decision making. And thirdly, see if you can challenge them so that you can let them go. Take for example, money doesn't grow on trees and a bird in the hand is worth two in the bush. Do they really apply in today's world? Consider the fact that we can do things now that our parents or grandparents could never have imagined. You can create a second or third income stream thanks to technology and the gig economy. And you can own assets that generate you a passive income. This is why it's worth revisiting some of those proverbs and seeing which ones are still affecting your decision making today. Last but not least, practice forgiveness. This goes for yourself and others. Because here's the thing, when we work through a process like this, where we uncover our challenging behaviours, it's really easy for us to feel hurt, anger, or want to assign blame for being the way we are. An important part of releasing these behaviours and shifting your dynamic with money is to actually forgive the past. Forgive yourself for the mistakes you made, forgive your parents and other family members. And the easiest way to do that is by practicing compassion and viewing those events from that person's perspective. And that includes your past self as well. Remember, all of us are doing the best we can with the resources we have at the time. So there's a lot we can thank our parents and carers for, but we cannot look at it through those rose-coloured glasses because if you do, you might not be able to afford those glasses in the first place. Those rose-coloured lenses ain't cheap. Thanks so much for joining us for another episode of Small Change. If you are enjoying these tips, why not leave a little rating or review in your podcast app and I'll see you on Friday for another one. <laughs>